Who doesn't enjoy a nice little surprise in life? I know that I do. Welcome to the Transformative Duck. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 15 of Tractate Silvus, and we learn that one of the best ways to perform a mitzvah of chesed is when the other person least expects it. To dedicate an episode of the Transformative Duff podcast, please email me transformativeduff at gmail.com. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. Drive past any Tim Hortons in Canada, and you're guaranteed to see a long line of cars waiting to be served. I could never fathom why anyone would want to wait so long for a cup of coffee when you can whiz straight through the Starbucks drive-thru. But one day, my curiosity got the better of me, and I decided to try Tim Hortons to see what all the fuss was about. Of course, I didn't want to pass out from caffeine withdrawal while I was waiting, so I whizzed past my regular watering hole, and with my Starbucks cup in hand, I joined the Tim Hortons line. Three hours later, or what felt like it, I arrived at the window. I'll have a double-double, please. And for those of you who haven't been to Canada, that's Canadian for a cup of coffee, which incidentally is much easier to learn than figuring out the meaning of skinny, grande, macchiato, espresso, pacino. There you go, said the barrister as he handed me my coffee. How much will that be, I asked. Oh, no need to pay. The lady in the car in front of you already paid for your cup. Needless to say, I was flabbergasted at the generosity of a total stranger. Immediately, of course, I handed a $10 bill to the barista and told him I was paying for the person in the car behind me. And that, my friends, is what they call paying it backwards. Let's look at today's Kamara. The verse states, and ambushes him and rises up against him, indicating that one is liable only in a case where he intends to kill him. The Academy of Rebiani teaches, it excludes the case of one who throws a rock into a crowd and did not intend to kill a specific person. Let's analyze today's Kamara. In order to be considered guilty of murder, the Torah specifies that the perpetrator must have plotted to kill his victim. The verse describes the murderer as one who despises his fellow and ambushes him. An example of a case where someone would not be guilty of first-degree murder, says the Academy of Rebiani, is when someone kills as a result of throwing a rock into a crowd with no intended target. While one is not guilty to the full extent of the law unless he had the intention to commit the sin, the good news is that when it comes to doing a mitzvah for another person, you are rewarded even if you had no intention to do the mitzvah. The al Shimoni derives this idea from the law of shikha. The Torah says, when you reap the harvest in your field and you forget, shecheach, a bundle in the field, you shall not turn back to take it. It shall be for the stranger, the orphan, and the widow. Not only does one not require intent to fulfill the mitzvah, it's precisely the act of forgetting that produces the mitzvah. Applying this principle more broadly, Rabbi Lazarman Azari explains, if a person loses a $10 bill and a needy person finds it and buys his family dinner, the original owner is rewarded despite the original owner's complete lack of intent or even awareness. He then adds, and if a person is rewarded for a mitzvah that he had no intention to perform, imagine the reward for one who intended to help his fellow. Hashem created everything in this world in equilibrium. If the necessity of intent for punishment is derived from the law of ambush for a sin, then imagine the reward you could expect to receive for ambushing somebody with a good deed. Everybody loves a good surprise. And if his children get pleasure from being surprised, think about how much pleasure Hashem receives. There are loads of ways throughout the day you can ambush people with acts of kindness. Maybe it's the cup of coffee that you purchase for the next customer. 
Maybe it's the toll charge that you pay for the car behind you. Maybe it's the anonymous envelope that you drop in the mailbox of the single mother. Maybe it's the out-of-the-blue shopper's invitation you extend to a widow. One of my favorite surprise kindnesses was performed by a fellow who used to live a couple of doors down from us. After a heavy snowfall, we dreaded having to shovel our drive the next morning. Lo and behold, one snowy morning, we discovered that Jim had used his snowblower to clear the snow from the front of the houses of everyone in our crescent. It doesn't take very much at all to ambush people with good deeds. Just by smiling, you may have brightened up somebody's day and you've unintentionally performed a mitzvah for which you'll be rewarded in this world and the next. Surprise someone today. May you merit a life full of surprises, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose transform your life today the transformative daf is published by mosaica press and available at all good jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com thank you the transformative daf